Hello, everyone. It's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Chinbi Dermias. The talk often makes headlines whenever acts of violence, especially police brutality, take place against black people. It refers to the conversations some black parents have with their children to prepare them to confront racism or even racial violence and ways to mitigate those harms. As someone who's received the talk and covered how it's talked about, the focus is usually on the horrors parents are trying to prevent. But these conversations are also about love and trying to teach kids how to survive in a world that's sometimes hostile. That's a tension at the heart of the new graphic memoir, The Talk, by Pulitzer Prize-winning cartoonist Darren Bell. In this conversation with NPR's Aisha Roscoe, Bell talks about the very real experiences that drive his story, and how his understanding of The Talk, and the love that propels it, changed with time and becoming a parent himself. Here's Aisha Roscoe. This message comes from NPR sponsor LiveRight, publishers of Left for Dead. Shipwreck, treachery, and survival at the edge of the world by Eric J. Dolan. The true story of five castaways abandoned on the Falkland Islands during the War of 1812. Available wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Three years ago, Pulitzer Prize-winning editorial cartoonist Darren Bell was at work on a biography about his grandfather. Then came the summer of 2020 and those massive Black Lives Matter protests against police brutality. Bell had a long talk with his editor about changing the subject of the book entirely and happened to mention something. I'm having to grapple with whether my six-year-old son is old enough for the talk. I wasn't planning on giving it to him for a couple years. The talk, as in the talk Black parents give their children about how the world will not be kind to them because of the color of their skin. I mean, you look at your children and and you see innocence and and they're precious and and they still believe in magic and they still believe that the world loves them. And you don't want to take any of that from them. But at some point, you have to, if you want to prepare them for what's to come, if you don't want someone else to take it from them in a, in a much worse way. And I told her, you know, it was ironic that he's the sa- he was the same age, six years old, that I was when my mom gave me the talk. And, you know, she replied with, with three words. She just said, that's the book. Darren Bell stopped working on the biography and instead created a graphic novel about his own life called The Talk. Bell, who's also known for his Canderville syndicated comic strip, joined us last week. I asked him about a time in the book when he describes his mom first giving him The Talk. I asked for a water gun and she said no and she she told me why. She said that the world is different for black boys and girls than it is for white ones and You know, I might see my white friends running around with water guns, carefree, because when police see them, they just see pure innocence. They see little kids playing. But when they see me, they might see a threat. They might think I'm older than I actually am. You know, I might even get shot. Now, I didn't believe this at all. This made no sense to me. So as soon as I could, I snuck out of the house with with my bright green translucent water gun, shooting random things, imagining that they were stormtroopers and that I was Luke Skywalker escaping from the Death Star. And, you know, I bent down to 
to load to reload the water gun in a puddle and I heard someone say drop the weapon. He seemed like he was 10,000 feet tall. He was a a grown police officer with his hand near his weapon. And for a split second I thought is he playing with me? But the look on his face told me he wasn't and I was terrified and I just froze. I just knelt down on the ground instinctively and closed my eyes and wished he would go away. And he eventually did. But you didn't tell anybody, right? Like, you, you didn't tell anybody that this happened to you. Well, I was, a, I was ashamed of two things. I was, I was ashamed that I hadn't taken my mom seriously. And I was ashamed that I didn't do anything. When I was six, I thought I could have I stood up to him. I could have said, hey, it's just a water gun. But I didn't do anything. I just froze. Not every Black parent sits their child down and tells them about racism. And and in your case, it was your mother, but y- your mother's white. Um, and she was the one who gave you the talk and not your Black father. Like, what do you make of that or why that was the case? I learned what to make of it in the process of writing this book because, you know, I had to go back in time and try to get in touch with where my father was in life at the time. He had a six-year-old son, just like I had a six-year-old son. And maybe when he looked at me, he saw the same thing I see when I look at my son. And, you know, where I didn't want to take away my child's innocence, I think my father felt the same way. And he also was hoping that I wouldn't have to go through what he went through. Another interesting thing about the book, like you talk about dealing with microaggressions and being followed around stores, But it also seems like earlier in life and kind of like what you talked about, like you didn't want to stand out. And for you at that time, it seemed like it meant not focusing on race. How did you reach that conclusion as a young person? Like, oh, I'm just not going to make a big deal out of this race stuff. Well, as as a young person, I was I was trying to take my cues from my father. (laughs) He could just simply decide that it didn't bother him and he could just go about his business. And I got that from my dad. But every once in a while, you get a reminder, you get a rude Mm -hmm. reminder, a slap in the face telling you, no, no matter how you see yourself, this is how we see you. Can you talk about some of those moments, those reminders? It seems like in college you had a reminder with a professor that made you start thinking differently about how you were going to approach race. Up until that moment in college, I was young, so I was optimistic and I was giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. And I thought that racism was just a function of ignorance. And I thought that if I worked hard enough and if I accomplished enough, if I if I spoke well enough and if I got good enough grades, people who were racist would, you know, would realize that they were wrong. But then, you know, I... I found out that that's not the case. Even someone who who watches your progress, who grades your papers, who realizes that you're actually intelligent and you're, you know, ambitious, even that person might single you out and try to sabotage you. And I realized I should stop worrying about what the majority culture thinks of me. You know, I I should just live my life how I how I want to say what I want to talk about racism if I want to without fear of of them saying that I'm an angry black man. 
you know, if you could go back to yourself as that six-year-old boy and, like, give him a talk after that life-altering encounter with the police officer, what would you say? I, I would tell him, don't pretend it didn't happen. And don't fault yourself for not stopping it because it was not in your power. You didn't do anything wrong and nothing you did provoked him. I, I think just knowing that would have, you know, w- would have changed everything for me. That's Darren Bell, Pulitzer Prize winner and author of a graphic novel, The Talk. Thank you so much for coming on the program. It was great. Thanks for having me. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts.